0: can make me
1: He's so real to us all, isn't he? We have a living Savior and a great God. Well, I want to tell you something. What I plan to do today, and here's the plan. (coughs) The plan, I said, I will uh, preach my message on God's faithfulness. And at the end of the message, we will sing, okay, great is thy faithfulness. And while I was looking at the book, I said, there's a good writing there. I will include it in my message. So what happened now? What happened? And this is good. The Holy Spirit is directing. I, who am I to change it? The Holy Spirit said, no, we will start with this, Adol, And you shut your mouth. And we start with this. And then we will read this. Dean said, you want, this is a good piece read. I said, Dean, read it. I didn't tell him that I plan on that. N- now, <laughs> how would you like that? Huh? <laughs> you know what? I, I just marvel at the Holy Spirit how he directs the meeting. And the rest, I don't worry about it. In fact, I'm going to speak to you about a short message today on God's faithfulness. God's faithfulness. This is the last Sunday of year 2008, as Dean said. And you know, it, it, it's good to think a little bit about our year and how did we do? I don't know how many of of you were with us last year. We have so many sick people today, but that's okay. Those who were not here um, with us last year and they're here today. Uh, remember, hopefully, what I spoke last year. I'm not going to ask you to remember what I spoke on the last Sunday, on the first Sunday of year 2008. Well, I tell you, I spoke about to be found pleasing in his eyesight. You know how I remembered it? I don't know. But and I put a challenge to all of us each and every one, how can I please the Lord in 2008? And now before we have a few words here, ask yourself this question, did I please the Lord during the past year? We are in about three, four days this year will end. Did I, do I find myself pleasing in his eyesight? That's it. Regardless, he is a faithful God. And today is a message that will hopefully uplift us all. And let's open the Bibles, our Bibles, to the book of Joshua. I have one verse there to read for you, chapter 23. Verse 14. Joshua 23:14. This is toward the end of Joshua's life, and uh, we read his uh, farewell address to the nation, and it's summed up as follows. Now behold, he says, today I am going the way of all the earth. And you know in all your hearts and in all your souls that no one word of all the good words which the Lord your God spoke concerning you has failed. All have been fulfilled for you. Not one of them has failed. That's the verse. And I'd like to add another verse. You don't need to open up in Lamentations. Chapter 3, verse 22 and 23. I'll read it. Lamentation, Chapter 3, verse 22 and 23. We read, The Lord's loving kindness indeed never cease, for his compassion never fail. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. We, I did not ask Dean to sing this song. And uh, I said, Dean, we were singing it at the end. He said, Randy uh, called and said, uh, let's sing this song. So this is, uh, did he know about my message? No. I did not share with Randy or anyone that I'm going to speak about God's faithfulness. I went, I'll went i tell you one thing. God is in his church. God is in his church in the midst of despair jeremiah clung to the god to god's faithfulness he saw one ray of hope in all the sin and sorrow surrounding him jeremiah knew from personal experience about god's faithfulness god has promised that punishment would follow disobedience and it did But God also had promised future restoration and blessing. And Jeremiah knew that God would keep his promise also. Joshua was asked to take the children of Israel into their promised land. And that was not an easy task, to go and conquer all the nations, That were occupying all the land that we call the Holy Land now. But with the help of God, he conquered every enemy and established the children of Israel in their land. And at the end, he says, not one, not one word failed. Not one promise that did not come true because God has fulfilled everything for you because we can say now with him, God is faithful. So think of the faithfulness of God today. Think of your life, the past 364 days today. Okay, 60, 61, maybe today. Okay, and think what God has done for you. What God has done on your behalf? What God has done for us as a church, as a congregation that come uh, to worship him? Uh, were we faithful? You're going to hear about the word faithful today. Were we faithful? You don't have to tell me yes or no. Ask yourself this question, was I faithful? As I cover with you a few things, I want to talk about God is faithful in his care. First. God works in all things. So many times during the past year, we thought that we were left alone. You don't have to lift up your hand. We have been through situations. We have been through experiences that we thought, where is God today? Why didn't help me? I lost my job. Many people lost their jobs. Many Christians lost their jobs. And maybe they ask this question. But God is in all things, I assure you. Not just isolated incidents. They say, Well, God is too big for this little incident. God is not too big for any incident in our life. Remember that. Don't say, don't let's not make the mistake that Peter made. He said, Well, well, uh, you are a carpenter, but you are not a seafarer, right? Remember? Well, the boat, we are fishermen. And we can, we can, we can uh, navigate through any kind of storm. Suddenly a storm came, allowed by God. They couldn't navigate. They had to call the carpenter to navigate. Because this is too small for you. Don't interfere. There is nothing too small for him. Everything is allowed by him, and he is in everything. His promises never fail. He got the children of Israel into their land and established them there. God is faithful. The Bible says, through whom you were called into Fellowship with his son, Jesus Christ. In other words, he will not leave us at any single moment of our lives. If you are born again Christian, if you know that Jesus Christ is your Savior, I have news for you this morning that he is going to be faithful and will never leave you nor forsake you. If you look at the past year and you try to uh, think of every day that passed. We cannot remember every day, every experience, every test, every problem, okay? And you said so many times, you said to yourself, oh, God, I cannot do this, or I cannot overcome this situation. And so many times, we, when we were so angry, said, well, God, take my life, right? Okay? I wish I could die, you know? The fact that you're here listening to me, the Lord did not answer that prayer, Why? Because he he is directing our lives. He He has everything in his hands. He is so faithful. He says, faithful is he, the Bible says, who calls you. And he also will bring everything to pass. Everything. You had problems. You had family problems. You had work problems. You have personal problems. You have marriage problems. He is able to bring everything to pass. Provided you are his child. And if you are his child, he will deal with you. Someone said, God is watching the furnace you are in. He will not allow the heat to become too intense. He wants it great enough to purify you. And then it will be withdrawn. Have you been through a furnace? And you know what happened to the three young Hebrew men? They went into a furnace. And it was really, it was really hot there. It was hot. But the fire did not burn them, nor affect them, nor do anything. It made them better men. It made them, it gave them more faith in God. And whatever we've gone through all together, during the past year, look at you now, look at, and you're sitting in your seat and says, thank God, today I am a better Christian than when I started the year. Regardless of what happened. And you know why? Because God is faithful. Great is his faithfulness. He takes care of us. He, whatever happens, we are in his arms. With so many times you felt that you're alone and you're lonely, and you're left behind, and everybody is having a good time except me. So many times we started crying. You started maybe crying and and having a pity party. But remember, the Lord will pass by and will lift you up. And the fact that you are listening to me this morning, I hope this will be the voice of God that he sustained you until this moment because he is faithful. In 1 Peter 5, 7, we read, casting all your care upon him because he cares for you. I have a paraphrased thing for you. And here here it is. You can rest the weight of all your anxieties upon God, for you are always in his care. How about that? Okay. Okay. He's saying you can rest all your anxieties in the present tense. But all the anxieties that we had since the beginning of 2008 until this moment in time, in our history, did he take care of all our anxieties? How many times we were anxious? How many times we were worried? And I know we were worried. You were worried about many things in life. And God says, don't be anxious. Because I am going to carry your anxiety. Because I care for you. God is faithful in his care. Did you experience that? Amen. I see some heads. Okay. Did you experience that? So why are we complaining? Another. faith. God is faithful in his love. Oh, we can talk about that all day long. All day long. God's love is forgiving, isn't it? Did you forgive you? Did we make any mistakes this past year? Did we sin the past year? I just want to remind you, okay? Did we, did we goof the last year? Uh, did we have some problems with some brothers and sisters and family and friends and so on and so forth? Uh? But His love covers them all. He's faithful. His love is inexhaustible. It's beyond measure. It is eternal. I know many of us had to face hardships in uh, many forms during the past year. And this, I know, we know it. These could cause some to fear that Christ has abandoned us. No, it's impossible. It's impossible to be separated from Jesus Christ, our Lord. Nothing can separate us from him, because his love is greater than even death. Nothing. So whatever happened past year, I want to ask you, as a church with me, I, I hope I, everyone was here to put everything at his feet, everything at his blood, and say, Lord, I believe in your forgiveness. I believe in your love, and I know that I am still good. You know the proof of his eternal love and faithful love is his death for us. He died for us. Do you need more proof that he loves you? He died to save you and me. And nothing can stop his constant presence with us because God is faithful. Did he guard us the past year? Did he protect us the past year? Think of that. Did he deliver you from... Situations that you thought that you are not going to make it. Did he deliver us? Is he still with us? I ask you, is he still with us? I believe he is. I know he is. And you know what he said? He said to the disciples, and this word is for us. I am with you always, even till the end of the world. Would he change? Did he change? Is he changeable? We have a God who changes not. We change, he changes not. His love is eternal. His love is stronger than any other, and there is no comparison, even the love of mothers. It says in John 13, 1, about the disciples, And the people who loved him, he said, he having loved his own, listen to this, who were in the world, us all, he loved them to the end. He loved them to the end. Is he going to leave us? Okay. When we are a bad boy, is he going to leave me? When I am in distress, is he going to leave me? When I find myself in disobedience, is he going to leave me? The fact that he takes me and chastises me and puts me into affliction because of my disobedience shows that God is faithful. And you can take that to the bank and cash it. And if you're suffering from any situation, it's not because he wants you to suffer, because we have done something to make ourselves suffer. We have brought it on ourselves. And he is correcting us. And he's allowing circumstances to work for our own good. At the end, God is faithful. That's love. You know, when a mother chastises her son and give him a few spanking, why does, he, does she hate her son? I want the mothers to answer me. Does she? No. Why? Does, does she love her son? Yes, and when God takes us and chastises us and give us a few spanking, and we say, ouch, that was too much. I didn't expect that. Remember, he is correcting us because he's faithful. If you find yourself in bed, and if you find yourself with this cold, I really, I cannot shed, and it's been two weeks. Okay, do some exercise with your soul. And look a little bit at heaven and say, why am I here? And then you'll start hearing some voices coming in and some directions and you will know it will work good for them that love the Lord. God is faithful. What a loving Savior. What a loving God. What a loving. He delivered us. You know what? We've been in trouble. Have you been in trouble last year? This year, I mean. but Have you been in trouble? I think I have. And we have. Did he promise to deliver us from trouble? And he did. You know what his, uh, his promise to the psalmist, which is Psalm 91, which I like, he said, I will be with you in trouble. I will not let you out of trouble easy because I want you to learn a lesson. But I will be in, with you in trouble and I will rescue you and More on that, I'll put something better and I will honor you. What a great God. The fact that we are today where we are, it's because of the love of God which is greater far than your imaginations and mine. God is faithful in his love. And if you think, Adol, you are not you don't know. I am I'm struggling with a sin in my life. I maybe I'm talking to someone to someone. Okay. And I don't I know. I know I am I am so so mad about myself and I am so down. I'm so disappointed. I am so discouraged because I cannot I always confess my sin and I go back to it. I have news for you. God is faithful to release you from this sin. And God is faithful in his forgiveness. How many times we sinned the past year, this year, and he forgave us? How many? How many times every every night say, Lord, forgive me for this sin and forgive me. And you see yourself repeating it next day or next week. And you ask for forgiveness. Did he forgive you? There's no one time, Christian, no one time you ask God to forgive you and he will not forgive you. Provided the repentance is from the heart. God willingly, if you come to him this morning and say, Lord, please forgive me and give me strength to overcome this sin. God willingly responds with help from above. Perhaps there's, that sin is is torturing you. I tell you one thing. And you think, God is not going to forgive me anymore. It's been Two hundred times. But take it from his word to Peter. How many times he said that he will forgive? Four hundred and ninety times. That's per day. Multiply that by 365 days, and you are you are clear. Don't go sin. Don't take a passport to sin because he forgives. But he's showing his faithfulness toward us. And if you want to continue in that sin, let me tell you one thing. He's going to put his hand on you and on me and on anyone. And then when he puts his hand, it's a catastrophe. Tell him, Lord, I'm not going to allow you to do that. I am going to repent and live for you because you are a God who is faithful. You know, his love has mercy, and mercy are greater than our sin. Did you know that? Adoniram Judson said this, have faith. The prospect is as bright as the promises of God. Did you you get that? Have faith. The prospect is as bright as the promises of God. Now, he is faithful in his care. He is faithful in his love. He's faithful in his forgiveness. Did he forgive you? Are you forgiven? The greatest thing he forgave us on the cross of Calvary. Hallelujah. What a Savior. And rejoice. This has all happened. And we have reached the end of this year. And we're still walking with the greatest, with the Savior Jesus Christ finally God is faithful in his promises you know I can say and you can say we can all say I have a bright tomorrow because of the faithfulness of God's promises it's not he he took care of that last year he's taking care of the next year too which we'll talk about next, next, next week but I believe I have a bright tomorrow say Because of the faithfulness of God's promises. God has promised to save us. Did he? That's faithfulness. God has promised to bless our efforts. Did he? God has promised to forgive us our sins. Thank God. God has promised to answer our prayers. Yes. God has promised to meet our needs. Yes, he did. God has promised to take us to heaven. Yes, he will. Yes, he will. And great is thy faithfulness, O oh God, our Father. Isn't he faithful? Joshua later on writes, them, writes to, the, to the whole nation and reminds them. We started with him to remind them what happened. And he reminds them again. He says in Joshua 21, 45, Not one of the good promises which the Lord has made to the house of Israel failed. All came to pass. So believer, Christian, remember his faithfulness. If we're not faithful the Bible says he remains faithful. And may God help our hearts to be faithful, to be obedient, to stay away from sin, to live for him because we are a chosen generation. You are something special for him. You are predestined for good works and a good life with Jesus Christ. We are adopted as sons. We are accepted in the beloved. We are redeemed through his blood. We are forgiven and we are sealed with the seal of the Holy Spirit. Go and enjoy life. Remember, his faithfulness is forever. He will never stop being faithful. Amen. May God bless you. And let's bow our heads for prayers. Our Father, we thank you for allowing us to just have a glimpse of your faithfulness. As a church, to remember that if it weren't for your faithfulness, where would we be today? Thank you for the providence that you have showered us with, your presence, your life your love, your forgiveness, your care. All these things is because we have such a great God and a faithful God. Bless each and every family here today, each and every person, those who didn't make it, those who are still visiting with your their friends, those who are on vacation, visit with them and bless them. Those who are ill, heal them and bring them all back to us safely. We ask you to dismiss us with your blessing in Jesus' name. We ask and pray, amen. The meeting is over. God bless you. And uh, see you on Wednesday night so we can celebrate the past year and welcome the new year all together. Have a happy new year.